Welcome to D-Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it, podcast. This month, your D-Commentators are me, Lucas. And me, Emma. We are joined today by two very special D-Commentators. We are home for the holidays, so we've brought our cousins. Drew. And Riley. To join us uh, here today to talk about the classic Disney Channel original film. Also known uh, as God's Mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Twas the Night, starring Brian Cranston. And by um, God, I mean Brian Cranston. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Cranston was on Power Rangers, okay? He's made more mistakes than this. Power Rangers no. kept my attention more than this movie. I'm, I I'm actively was like looking at my fingernail beds and then turning away from the screen to not have to watch it anymore. It's one of like three or four Christmas decoms, I think. Three, maybe. I'm trying to remember if I'm forgetting one. We, we, we already did The Ultimate Christmas Present. There's this one. There's Good Luck Charlie. It's Christmas. I feel like there might be another one. I don't care. I the the, the, the TLDR is they have not perfected the genre. They have not and it should, it should, they I mean, need to well, probably revisit it. Well, because I hope they revisit it, honestly, because there's 17 million Halloween ones, and there's a shallow pool, a handful of Christmas ones. And I, for my favorite holiday, I would this like This was a, few a shallow more. pool of urine collected <laughs> on the floor. That's what this movie was. I hated it. I, I wasn't a fan either. Uh, but we're pretty hot on the topic, so why don't we hop right in? There's not much news to talk about other than some Disney Plus announcements, but... They have, there's, it's like nothing anyway. Who cares? Um, oh, but also, Drew, what, what would you say your favorite Disney Channel original movie is? Uh, I'm still trying to unwrap what I just saw. <laughs> that that was a monstrosity. Probably Smart House. Smart House. Okay, yeah. that was our very first one. Long time ago. Yeah. Throwback. Riles? Uh, probably Luck of the Irish. Luck of the Irish. Smart okay. House is the only one I actually boys love Luck of the Irish. Watching. I love Luck of the Irish, too. That's like, the other one home. that all the boys like. Brink, we already did Brink. One. Anyway, sorry, what were you saying, Drew? Uh, Smart House was the only one I remember watching actually at home. Like, it actually popped. I think out. I remember watching it at your house once. Or is the it or some other Disney Channel original movie. Me and Riley got into a pretty decent argument last night about whether High School Musical 2 is better than High School Musical 1, which it is. No, we it don't is have not. time for this right yeah, now. No, this, we, <laughs> we have, have to, no. a lot of time for that right now. <laughs> that, we have like, nothing that, but time. That could right be right a whole now. bonus episode is just arguing that. But yeah, let's just hop into the film. Uh, it's Christmas. We're, we're, we're playing fast and loose here. So, we open on someone reading a parodical version of Twas the Night Before Christmas. And also, like, an incredibly shitty house for apparently yes. a family that has two doctors as yeah. the two parents. Two reindeer doctors. Two reindeer. Really, <laughs> that may or may not be vets. We don't know. But they, they use the term doctor. They did not specify. No. You don't, you, you, like, I guess you, you are a doctor. doctor. You're a doctor But they said emergency room. Is the, they did is say they hospital, they unless it's a that, pet hospital, which they didn't Hi, honey, Are you ready to do doctor stuff? <laughs> yeah. Oh, not, me too. Was he not operating doctor on, stuff. on reindeer the whole time? I don't know. I don't, we're going to get into that. <laughs> I don't know. But so, I love doctor stuff. But yeah, it's a very... It says on Wikipedia they're doctors, not vets. Yeah, they they would say doc- vets. They've got to be doctors, but it just, this will become more relevant in a second, guys. But so they're reading this poem over this super boring house, and it's like they're adding stuff like, oh, even workaholic dad was wrapped. I'm not going to do the whole I poetry rhyming I also loved how this kid crap. hated his dad for being a doctor I and providing for this family. Like, and keep in mind, his mom, he? also a doctor, does not mention she's a workaholic. So I guess she's a crappy doctor or something. <laughs> just <laughs> shit mother. She made Lightly. a joke about uh, the husband or the dad being a doctor and she's like oh they're calling me too now. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah like, my beeper no she goes who would have thought this was the best joke this is, what we, this is what we were talking about before where we could not place 
what, what their, their job jobs is. were because he has beeper goes off and he's like, oh no, they're calling me to the ER. That reindeer <laughs> flu. And reindeer we're like, flu. What? what? Is that a disease that humans get or reindeers? And then she goes, that's what I get for marrying a doctor. And he goes, that's what you get for being a doctor. You're beeper. And she's we're like, what? Did he say being a doctor I think or he being said, a person? I think he said being a doctor because they're calling everyone. And then her beeper goes, she's like, oh, me too. I got to be a doctor. And oh, we were like, what? I got to do my profession. Are you a doctor? On Christmas? And it was, it's weird. And so we got uh, the mom and the dad, full family, surprising for a Disney Channel Rogers movie. Uh, well, these parents are incredibly absent. Apparently. They are. They're in, they're in none of this movie. And then they, he has a younger sister who, like, <laughs> this was, like, this is how I knew it was going to be one of these movies. Because it says, like, because she, it's like, she thinks she's so smart and it wants everyone to know it. And it, she leans back and she's reading a book that says advanced trigonometry <laughs> on it. You and know how like you eight. read books she's, with just yeah. trigonometry yeah, problems? She's like, no, she's like 10, maybe Luke, 10 to 13. the ages of these kids <laughs> is so fucked because is, one no. kid is probably eight yeah, and he so acts so like he's two. Yeah. So we meet Peter, who's the youngest sibling. Oh and my he God. looks started on this. He looks like 10 or 12, I would say, probably. No, 10 high, t- high, high 10 or 8. Pre-teen, easily. And, and, and like, we looked at him and we're like, is that Beans? Like, but <laughs> a young Beans. Yes. Okay, like, a Beans was slightly younger. A Beans from a simpler time. Yeah, maybe. Beans from a simpler time, so maybe, like, 10-year-old Beans. And he's like, oh, my little brother, he j- just loves to come into my room or whatever. And he's Ugh. like, oh, because I'm the cool oldest teenage brother. I'm playing video games in my room. I can't let anybody in because, you know, relatable. Hashtag <laughs> relatable in 2001. Been there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, also, what was he doing in his room? Just playing with his joystick? He's just playing a video game. Yeah, he's just playing with his joystick. Did you say jerking it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Well, they made it look like he was going to be jerking it or at least doing something cool, but he wasn't. He was just sitting there playing video games. And it's like a big uh, sign on his room saying, don't come in. And he says, no no, 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 no. siblings allowed. No siblings allowed. And then he doesn't even freak out when he walks in. He's like, what are you doing? The kid never freaks out. The kid never freaks out. Even when Santa Claus is unconscious on his floor, (laughs) when his uncle is is robbing people, his voice never goes above Uncle Santa. Nick, why Santa. would we you do that? It's him. He's <laughs> get out of my room. Santa. So yeah, this is this is Danny, why? who's our, our our basically our main character, and uh, he's not good. He's horrible. <laughs> he's he's or- and again, we don't like to say that the actors are bad. They just gave a bad performance. But this kid has no. like what? I don't know if the direction this kid was given was to have all the emotion drained from every vowel that leaves he his mouth. He gave off a very serial killer. Vibe the only thing me. that you guys need to know is that during this movie. That it is revealed that Santa has a power that allows like people he Time freezes travel. people basically mm-hmm. like they f- are frozen. Like that's so then how he, he delivers, delivers things presents. so fast. He freezes everyone and he can run around and deliver the presents. And they there was multiple times this movie where the kid was acting and we were like, is he frozen? <laughs> we thought we thought that they had used the Santa device that on him true. because that he's is so completely. Deadpan. Old, deadpan and lacking emotion and not speaking because there would just be lines where you'd be like, oh, he's gonna say something and he'd just go. For huge holes, for huge yeah, holes. Yeah, minutes are minutes. Um, but so the uh, Peter, the little brother, walks in and he just says, "Get out, Peter! What are you doing?" And he is just like, "So this is where we immediately learn what's wrong with Peter," because he just goes, "I'm sorry, Daddy." <laughs> and he talks what? like a baby. He talks like he's three years old. And I, I feel bad for you guys because you it, like I don't want you to watch this movie because it's not a good movie. Don't. 
don't. But it's hard for us to describe how this occurs because there's a 10-year-old child in front of us, but he just talks like this. He says, I'm sorry. And he's you like, can scam me. But Santa. Like, what? And it's, he wasn't It's the most down. insane thing. Like, there are points, I think Riley pointed this out, where it seems like the lines are being put over his performance, like they're ADRing it in. Oh, yeah. And I don't, know if, I don't know if it's always happening, but there are a definitely A lot of times, it seems to be ADRing. It honestly makes me wonder if they had this kid and they're like, he seems too old. I don't know what we're going to do. And then someone was like, wait, I got it. Jim, bring your four-year-old in here. <laughs> You're going to do all of this guy's lines. And it's like... Because it's, it's legitimately insane. I don't know why they told this kid to act like that. But so then he's like, dad wants to know if you're going to help decorate the tree. And he's like, I'm going to decorate the tree tomorrow when it's Christmas Eve, idiot. And he's like, well, no, today's Christmas Eve. And he's like, no, it's not. Get out. And he's like, okay. And he leaves. And then he's like, I'm Christmas sorry. Eve. And then he presses a button on the computer he's playing a video game on. And then this weird calendar pops up out of nowhere. And it's like, it's like no, idiot, today is Christmas Eve. And he's like, oh, no. And like, he checks his wallet and there's no money in there and so he's like okay it's the night before christmas i can't scam dad for money my sister's too smart but i can sell my younger brother a bunch of junk but also okay wait where the fuck was he gonna do with the money what like go get presents on the car that he can't drive he's 14. yeah that's my thing too is why is a, a a child responsible for having money to buy his parents a gift like i don't like um, yeah, is that a thing that you you're, you're supposed to save up money to buy your? Because he gives he gives the parents a card at the end that's like I owe you one present. So clearly it was for them, right? I I still I to this day don't buy presents. I just let my mom buy it. I'll pay <laughs> <Yeah>. for it. <laughs> this shows kind of how uh, good people, good sons we are. Yeah, just, maybe. Yeah. Well, this kid didn't fucking do anything. Yeah. He didn't pay for shit. I mean, he the way next year. I mean, the way we've always done it is like. You talk to dad about what you want to get for mom, and you talk to mom about what you want to get for dad, so they don't know, but you have someone else, like... like yeah, because you can't drive and don't have a job. Yeah, when you're a child. <laughs> you're a like, child. yeah, now we buy gifts for our parents, but, like, as a child, what do you want from yeah, me? Yeah, like, we just believe that the, that three-year-old, ten-year-old kid had a gift for his parents? How? But so, they, uh... It, he gives his brother a bunch of, like, crap. Like, it's like a life preserver and an alarm clock. And a tarantula. tarantula. And a tarantula. And, like, he gets money and his parents are like, oh, how you scammed your brother. Like, you're, you know, making money off of him and, like, give it all back, whatever. And he's like, you're just like your Uncle Nick. And he's like, Uncle Nick, he's the coolest. And they're like, no, he's a con artist. He makes all his money just on his computer and all that stuff. But, like, he's like, no, he's great. You guys just don't get it and... He's so misunderstood. He's He's so misunderstood. (laughs) He says he's an entrepreneur. And that is what he says. He says he's an entrepreneur. And the way he was talking about it made me feel very uncomfortable. He's in love with this. Yeah, he's in love with his uncle. Is what it it was. (laughs) All right. The way he like he was looking at the he does. There is a photo by his. That's a very creepy photo. (laughs) He's like he's like Uncle Nick's the coolest. I want to be just like him. Like what? They're also both wearing matching Hawaiian shirts. It looks like they're on their honeymoon. Yeah, (laughs) they they are wearing Hawaiian matching Hawaiian shirts on a beach. You're not wrong there. And also, just I don't think we've hit enough hit this up on the head so far so so far all of the acting has been terrible in like the first like 10 minutes of the movie every character has not done a good job in honestly the parents aren't miserable they don't have a lot to work with and i do want to just say for this screenplay was written by three people the lead screenwriter is the guy that did genius which is also something that i massive red flag it had weird sound gags like this does too Mm -hmm. and it was terribly written so it's they didn't have a lot to work with other yeah, than that. I, I concur. 
But so then he's like, he gets sent to his room to look, stare longingly at his photo of his uncle. And uh, and then he's like, Uncle Nick, I bet he's closing some big business deal right big now. Bucks. Really sticking it to him. I've been making him beg for mercy. And then we cut to Brian Cranston tied up with a, a blindfold on saying, please have mercy. Don't also, hurt me. Brian Cranston in this movie is stylized in wearing a fedora. Well, a fedora after this, but in a Hawaiian print shirt, always puga shell necklaces. One ear is pierced with mm-hmm. like a stud, which was a massive choice. Which was an interesting choice. He's also like so covered in male jewelry. He also just came out in what two thousand one. Yeah, 2001. 2001. And he looks older here than he does now. Yeah, and he had fingerless leather gloves. Yes! <laughs> that, yes. Was a, that was a decision that was made to keep in this movie. That yeah. can never And that's when he's style. wearing those with the fedora. That was a t- yeah. two for one well, this special. Is, this, this, this he was, was busting a fit, if I do This say was like the myself. first year of Malcolm in the Middle being on the air, so he didn't have that money yet to start looking like he's a that television M&M actor. Money? <laughs> yeah, he didn't have enough money to that's actually. Sweet, sweet Munez money? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, oh, freaking me. But he, yeah, but he, so he's like shouting, like, don't hurt me, please. I'll give you your money, all that stuff, because he's being shaken these down. These are actually the worst actors in the movie. Yeah, he's being shaken down. And that's yeah. a race yeah. to the bottom, but yeah, these but, guys that are shaking him down. Totally, because Brian Cranston shows up, and I'm like, oh my God, he's already doing such an amazing job. He's emoting, he's making it believable. He's, he's doing the bare minimum. Of he's what doing it means something to be an actor. with what is material. The, look, the dog from Airbud could have come out, and I would have been <laughs> yeah, like, oh my God, thank like God, that. he's no, here. No, he's, he's, <laughs> Someone who's talented. There, bud. And then, uh, no, no, it's but uh, I love that dog. They, they probably floated the script by Airbud's actor, and he, he was passed. like, No, I'm not doing this. <laughs> um, but so, uh, he's getting shaken down by these guys, and he's like, Who are you, even? And then, like, we don't see them, it's like a POV. And he's like shakes and himself around ADR. in the chair. Yeah, and he shakes himself around in the chair, and then it he managed to knock his blindfold off. And we see these two freaking nerds <laughs> who are just like holding a voice box up to their. Uh, and you know they're mouths. nerds because one of them is wearing glasses that are so large, and the <laughs> other unnecessary. one unnecessary. And he's screaming every time he talks. <laughs> yeah, and like they all they we literally said these two guys every single line they deliver is scream. They I am convinced are in a different movie. Yeah, they're in like an Abbott and Costello tile type type thing. Where they are just constantly like, Harry, no, like, meh. I mean, with their giant Asian henchmen? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They sounded like Luigi. They did, they did sound like Waluigi a little bit, or Luigi. They were they were just constantly like having this crazy back and forth of like, come on, Harry, we're leaving. And Where did they get a giant henchman if they're just nerds who got scammed on the internet? I have no clue. I honestly could watch a whole spinoff movie about them, not because I want to watch that movie, because I need to know what they're doing. Basically, Brian Cranston's like an internet scammer, yeah. and they... Like, these two nerds fell for his internet scam, and they gave him, like, 30K or something. yes. And he invested it in the stock market and basically lost it all. Mm -hmm. So then they hunt him down and are trying to shake him down to get their money back with a massive, giant Mm -hmm. henchman. Yes, named Elliot. Who, cause, because he's like, they're they're like, oh, we're not going to hurt you or your laptop. They pick up his laptop and threaten to First of all, he it. has a very unhealthy connection to his laptop. Yes. Which he calls, he calls Lappy. <laughs> Lappy. <laughs> all right. So we don't have enough time to, you know, go into that. Yeah. But, uh, and he's like, they're like, don't worry, we're not going to hurt you or your laptop. We're going to save that for Elliot. And like this massive gentleman appears from behind him and like, just like. In a cutoff tank. Cutoff tank. But Was again, because. 
Uh, he was wearing a jacket over it, I yeah. think. But the thing is, is this is a kid's movie, so they can't show him, like, punching him in the face or something like that. So he just grabs his nose like, real hard. Like it's the Three Stooges. Yeah, like, like it's Three it. Stooges. So this guy also, I just had to Google where this man oh, came from. Oh, everyone in this movie is Canadian. Point blank, everyone, oh. every single person I Googled is from Canadian television. No wonder. This guy is a former Canadian <laughs> offensive football back. He's, oh, what? Uh, yes. He was born in Korea, South Korea, and he, then he was a Canadian football offensive tackle, and he played in the Canadian Football League. Um, he's how tall is he? He's six foot four. He is huge. He's tall man. And two hundred and fifty pounds. And then he's also an actor, but I can't find any other acting work besides <laughs> actor is a loose, yeah, yeah, loose yeah, he actor. doesn't say much. Yeah. And so then they they basically say, Okay, you gotta give us our thirty thousand dollars by tomorrow. Otherwise Elliot we're gonna track is gonna track you down and freaking break your kneecaps. We're already gonna break it. We're gonna give you the old one four. one two. The whole scene where uh, like right after that when Brian Cranston was running away from Elliot oh, and God. he dressed up as Santa and he was grabbing mm-hmm. Elliot's face was such a weird sequence in my it, yeah, they, they, of... yeah this gives way to an incredibly weird sequence in general where he's just like he like, runs away when he crawled yeah. when he was like going he ran down in the bathroom his... and yanked the dude's pants off <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we're not even there yet because yeah. he he puts on his as Drew said he puts on his fedora and is and like time to leave town he's, yeah and so he's crawling down the fire sp- uh, the fire escape and he almost drops his laptop which I will give him this he kicked it and saved it yeah it that had to, take pretty... a couple, had to take a couple tries to do that yeah. I'm sure um, and so he shimmies down the fire escape and sneaks past Elliot by hiding under tries to sneak past Elliot by hiding under a Christmas tree that someone's carrying but Elliot sees him and starts a chase Elliot like he runs away and then someone else comes with a Christmas tree and I could tell the filmmakers were so proud of this that they worked this in Elliot gets stopped by someone with a Christmas tree and that's not even that big you no know, it's not that big he could have walked around. around them very easily and he just walks up and he just like hee-yaw in the like he doesn't actually Bruce say that Lee, but he just like shit. karate chops it in half and walks right through and I could feel the director being like yeah that's good cinematic gold but so yeah Brian Gresden uh, runs through the streets of Toronto probably I don't know we don't ever find out where we are which is Emma's it's biggest pet peeve it's Toronto it's, it's Toronto and uh, he comes to like a small <laughs> Santa's village type setup it's and like a mall yeah yeah an outdoor type mall. thing yeah outdoor mall it's a place yeah and there's kids waiting to see Santa and so he ducks into a bathroom and an elf walks out being like Murray come on the kids are waiting but he no- sees Elliot's chased him there and so he goes in the bathroom and he's like, oh no, what am I going to do now? And so then there's a guy dressed as Santa just taking a dump, just clearly <laughs> yeah. sitting on the toilet. And his t- costume is slung over the stall door. And For some Well, reason. most of it is slung over the door. His jacket, hat, <laughs> and beard are all slung over the door. So Brian Cranston grabs all of those. But then also, he needs to take the shoes and pants off the Santa. So he just reaches under the stall and pulls them all off the man in <laughs> one fell swing. Boots and pants in one fell swing. Like a magician pulling a a, a tablecloth table yeah. out from underneath. I, like, I was like, I literally said out loud, that's not how clothes work. <laughs> that's not how any of this works. And uh, so he puts the whole costume on, leaving this man naked and alone in a bathroom <laughs> stall. Like, he walks out, and Elliot, who decided to be the most helpful thug I've ever seen, is like, hey, Santa, your elf is waiting for you. And he's like, oh, yes, my elf. Oh, oh. Well, he and does say he's on the nice list. He's a helpful thug. He's been a good boy. Yes, he, he, yeah, he asks Elliot, have you been a good boy? And like Riley said, he just starts like massaging his face and like touching just, it. Like, And he says like, oh, have you been a good boy, Elliot? And he's like, he's, how, like, did, he's like how did you know my name? And he's like, well, I'm Santa, of course. It's the stupid, it's the weirdest and stupidest. He's like, obviously it's him. And uh, but so he runs off uh, to take the bus to get out of there. And he says, like, oh, where am I going to go to hide from this guy? And the bus shows up with an ad that says there's no place like home for the holidays. And he's like, oh, home. And so he gets on the bus and that's that scene. And goes home, wherever that is. Yeah. Uh, somewhere in Toronto. 300 Walnut. <laughs> 
Yes, right. That is <laughs> good. There you go. Great memory, Riley. So then it cuts back into the the. Oh, wait, I don't think we said they're Wrigley. It's their last name is Wrigley. The Wrigley household, and they're all because they are the most boring cookie cutter white people on the face of the planet. They're curled up on the couch reading "Twas the Night Before Christmas." All we together. have to hear this poem three times. It's I so think. many like, goddamn times. Of this poem it's three like times. I would say five. I, I, yeah. I, they definitely have made some intern like read the poem multiple times and rewrite all the parts of it. And so there, he starts saying like, "Twas the night before Christmas, all through the house, not a creature stirring, but not even a mouse." And then of course suddenly there's a not. Oh no! I pardon me. Then they get to the part where it's like Saint Nicholas who would be here. Also, the uncle's name is Nick if we hadn't mentioned it. And there's a knock at the door, and he's like, "Oh, who could that be?" And it's a man dressed as Santa Claus. And the dad's like, "Oh, are you sure you got the right house?" And he's like, "Oh no, well, it's me." And he like flips his collar or whatever, and he's like, "Oh God, it's Nick." And he's like, "Oh, Saint Nicholas." And again, I could feel the writer going like, "Yes, yes. landed, landed, hundo percent. It's Saint Nicholas. Get it? Whatever. So this is whatever. We're getting too in the weeds of the details. Nobody gives a fuck. This movie has no plot. Literally, then basically, this is what happens. Nick's here. He's there with his little scammy nephew, and they're talking about going to Monaco. At which point he's like, "Your first summer before high school." Oh, don't 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 skip over the fact that he uh, he hits on the mom multiple oh, times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In front of the father. Yeah. yeah, he's just like, "Oh, there's that vision of beauty and grace, Abby, or whatever." No, like, how, he's like, "How do you stay so long if you've all married to my piece of shit brother?" <laughs> That's basically what he says. <laughs> and then he plops on the couch and is like, "Your summer before high school, we gotta hit." He also, he also has that weird thing with the daughter where he's like, "Where is Caitlin? Who is this <laughs> supermodel yeah. that's standing before us?" Which he's like a crazy. Creepy uncle that nobody likes. It's a very he would, he would invite Caitlin's friends over to hang out in his house. Yes, he, oh, he's, the, he's the guy that would show up at the Christmas party dressed as Santa to get all the women to Listen sit on, on his lap. lap. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's that guy. And he's like, we got to go to Monaco for the three B's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, was it? No, it was, it was, uh, so they, so they've been, they've been emailing back and forth and he's like talking to him about where he wants to go after he graduates high school over the summer. He's and he's like, babes, you got to hit up Monaco. No, it's before high school. That kid's not graduate. You think that kid's 18 years old? Oh, I thought you're right. It was before high school. Totally. You're yes, totally right. Yes. He said before you start high school, after you graduate eighth grade, before you start And he high wants school. to go all these like fancy places. He's like, no, no, no. You got to go to Monaco. Soak up rays during the day. Hit up the casinos at night. The three, the three B's. Beaches, babes, and babes. Big bucks. bucks. Those are four Bs. That's the joke. That's the joke. Yeah, Is funny. it a joke? Yeah, I don't know. Did he say this whole movie was a joke? He said three Bs. I, mean, I feel like he said three Bs, but it could have just this whole the movie was, was just a joke. A train wreck. But so obviously the dad is pissed off that his brother's showing up out of nowhere because you know his brother's a piece of crap scam artist. But, but then, then reindeers are dying. Reindeers. Well, people are dying. People are dying by I honestly wish there was like a zombie outbreak movie happening concurrently where like <laughs> other people are getting off. bit by reindeers and turning because into reindeers. At this point, when he says that reindeer flu, the ER were doctors. I'm like, okay, they're people doctors, and this is like a fun <laughs> name the news has given some sort of flu. Yeah, because it's Pedro It's goes around off. Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so what they're calling it the reindeer flu. It's like the swine flu. Yes. But it, that's not something that's humans get. That's what they're get. going for. That's what I thought. But then, 20 minutes later or 10 minutes later, say this is his reindeer. Yeah, sick. The and flu. so I'm like, yeah. who was who affected by this disease? <laughs> there is a massive outbreak of reindeer flu and it's threatening to destroy all of human life is and what no I'm saying. no one knows. So both, like, basically both their pagers go off. It's unclear. Also, I wanted to let you guys know that Luke said something really sexist when he goes, thank God, like, like no, no, you're no, a doctor. He goes, she's a nurse. And I go, so the mom can't be a doctor? No, it is not sexist because it made no sense what she said. This goes back to the fact that she was like, that's what I get for marrying a doctor. That is true. And then she goes, well, you're also a doctor, so you also <laughs> have to leave. It's like, because like in, in between those two lines, I was like, oh, she must be a nurse then. And it's like, no, she's also a doctor. Goes, she's a nurse. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, but then she goes, well, you're, and then I was like, oh, she Just is a doctor. Just because she's too stupid to 
remember she is also a doctor. <laughs> Doesn't mean she can't be a doctor. She wants me to be she, a she was doctor. Hit, <laughs> that this movie's plot is In not line with what they all say, it seems she must, she, must been, right she must have been hitting the eggnog a little too hard. I, <laughs> the amount of times I heard eggnog The fact that disgusting. Brian Cranston didn't shit his pants from the amount of dairy-based alcohol he had in this like two-hour period right after he put the kids to sleep. Um, Which, to be honest, keep it fair, we see no eggnog in this film. It he's is drinking kind of, it. He is? I thought there was just milk What do you cookies. think he's... I thought there was just milk cookies out for Santa. You think that man's just slamming milk on that laptop, <laughs> giving people a virus? He was drinking eggnog. Yeah, that's what that this, this behavior is out of a hammered person. Like, Oh, is it? Was that what I mean, he's I also just pick a up on freaking weirdo. He said something at one point, like, I gotta lay off the eggnog. When Santa comes down and he's like, thinks he's yeah, hallucinating. Yeah, he yeah, I, just, I just and, that was the movie being stupid. Like, but no, at the whole point, I, I did too, but then I remembered the whole time he's hacking or sends out that death virus, he has a massive glass of what looks like eggnog oh. that he's slugging from. And also, how easy can this vi- virus be to send out if you just have to click on it? Yeah, this yeah. Is, and you can, and to get, away, get rid of it, you have to drag <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, this is, this is, this is, I saved this for a certain time. This is honestly my favorite, one of our favorite tropes we run into, which is Disney Channel not knowing anything about technology. Where So he, they have to leave the kids with Nick and because they have to both go to the hospital. And then they all, they like put on like nicer clothes than they were wearing to go to the hospital. The dad puts on a two-piece suit. He puts on a suit to go to the hospital, which I was like, what? And then they're like, all right, you got everybody go to bed. I don't want you awake while Nick's here, I guess. And then it's like, but it's freaking nine o'clock. And he's like, no, your uncle's just going to sleep on the couch. And so then like they all go to sleep. And then Nick, we see Nick on his computer trying to get a loan so he can pay off these freaking nerdos. (laughs) And uh, they won't give him the money because he's on some weird loan website where he can just talk to a person like where he writes duh when they won't give him the money i don't know and so then all of a sudden this video file starts slowly dragging its way up the screen yeah we got him yeah and it's like there's and it's the it's the two also their explanation when he goes bet you forgot we gave you gave us your email like you can just like attack skype anyone at any time and they can't escape you he's like hitting close and it won't work and it's like we got you sucker we're tracking your computer right now and then elliot's gonna come and freaking murder you that's not what he says but uh and then he's like okay what can i do what can i do and he's like do i dare I dare. I dare. And he slow again, so slowly drags the skull and crossbone symbol onto the video file. And that somehow uploads a virus. He's like, this is the killer Wrigley. What is her last name? The Wrigley. 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 The the killer Wrigley virus. Like, it'll affect, like, can't knock you guys out. And also any computer computer in 50 50 miles. I think he might have knocked out a military base yeah, at that, yeah, at that well, radius. Well, Santa's sleigh. Because yeah. you know how computer viruses work via proximity? <laughs> yeah. Like, just distance from one another? Oh. Yeah, I, like, you're sitting at a Starbucks 49 miles away, not even on the Wi-Fi, just using Microsoft Word and suddenly your computer <laughs> goes down. down. Well, it is That's, 2001. Yeah. They, Technology was crazy. Techno- yeah. Very cr- yeah. Science was very we've crazy. Actually moved, we've actually moved backwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. And and so they go away, and he's like, "All right, well, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do, whatever." And so then, uh, he's like sitting down, and you, he hears thumping on the roof. Santa's sleigh crashes because he knocked out his computer. Yeah, we see a sleigh crash, and then Be- because that his sense. reindeer were sick <laughs> yes. or not sick or caused a flu, yeah, of some sort. <laughs> we don't know. The flu. And Dan, yeah, so he doesn't have reindeer, so he's using the motorized computer-driven yeah. sleigh. Which I love this trope too. We we saw it in Ultimate Christmas Present. It's in Elf a little bit, where it's like, oh, now, this is modern Santa folks. It's in the Santa Claus. They, he has it reindeer, the but there's still a computer on board. That's true. No, the Elf came out the same exact year. Santa's sleigh and Elf looks crazy, high tech, awesome. This is a box with. <laughs> 
It looks like uh, Riley literally said he was like, "This came out the same year as Elf," and I was like, I gasped. I went, "Holy <laughs> shit! Elf looks so good, and this looks so bad. It literally looks like a cardboard box that they cut out the sides it's of yeah. and like painted. Like I don't even it's know how horrible. it supports any someone, of their they, weight. They got a, they, uh, someone or Disney Channel ordered a fridge, and they were just like, like "Hey, wait, let's paint it red." There's no jets. Mm-mm. There's no motor. It just it when it le- comes down, it comes straight down. When it takes off, it comes straight up, and then can move forward and backwards. <laughs> yes. it's like Willy Wonka's. Uh, it is a walkavator. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a great way, but it's a clausivator. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh, they, he and Danny are kind of like freaking out about what's going down, and then all of a sudden they freeze. And I say they freeze, but they really don't because you see, any competent. <laughs> this was so bad. Any competent filmmaker who writes in a thing that's like they stay frozen. Obviously, what you do Santa is... Santa can freeze time. Yeah, so the people have to do, like, robot, like, freeze. Yeah, so you'd think you'd just take a still image of from the film you shot and just have it hold on that. But nay. But no, they just tell them, stand very still, <laughs> and then they frequently cut back to different shots. Just use the best shot you got of them being still. But of them, you clearly see their muscles twitching because they're, like, holding things above their head. The kids' they're lips, shaking. like, quivering, yeah. they're moving. And clearly breathing. probably five times throughout <laughs> the whole movie. Uh-huh. A lot of people. A lot of people. It gets it gets a little bit better towards the end, but it's just keep so in mind stupid. they use technology to physically shrink objects and Brian Cranston, but oh, they yeah. could and not use technology to freeze the image. Transport their own atoms into down yes. the chimney into the living room. Great transition, Riley, because uh, all of a sudden we see these bubbles <laughs> float down the chimney, and this is all relating to something Caitlin had said, where she's like, "I don't believe in Santa because it doesn't make sense. He doesn't have enough time to deliver all the presents. He can't move that fast, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And this is kind of meant to explain that all that away. And honestly, I want to give this movie a small ounce of credit. I do kind of like the ideas presented here. I think they're kind of original. So, like, he freezes time in the house, and he can freaking Star Trek transporter technology himself, beam himself into a house or whatever via the chimney instead of literally going down it. And then uh, he's got the, the instead of, like, the t- the sack being loaded with tons of presents, they're all very tiny, and he has to shrink-ray them or whatever, like yeah. he's freaking Ant-Man. It was an awful movie with awful acting, then it turned into Santa Claus for, like, two hours. Yeah, it does. An hour. Well, no, be, you, you have to be specific and say the Santa Claus with an E. because oh, the Santa I, Claus with Tim Allen. Yes, with Tim Allen, because otherwise it doesn't sound like you mean anything. And then it wraps back around with no climax, or and Brian Cranston gets a Jimi Hendrix guitar. Going back to what Riley's saying... You can't, Luke, you're full of shit for saying this is original. This is the Santa Claus. They yeah. steal. It, yeah. That came out in 94. This came out in 2001. You meant the and science stuff. Yeah, I meant like the technology presented. Like, okay, I, great. But still, the whole thing <laughs> about Santa shit. having a computer in his ship and an Andy who he's talking to on his Bluetooth and like he's like not proud of the newfangled technology. First of all, his name is Albert. Whatever. And then, then they have Put to some like respect a, da- on his name. a shithole dad and then him have to go be Santa and learn about the meaning of Christmas. That's literally the Santa Claus. It yeah. is the Santa Claus. You're not wrong. And especially it's about to become the Santa Claus because Santa comes down and he's like, oh, freaking Albert. And he's touching his little Bluetooth headset and is like, why did we crash? And it's and like, you just hear a high pitch, which we never get to see Albert, which I think is a massive disappointment. Oh no, whatever will we do? I needed more characters. <laughs> I need more characters in this bomb. And he's like, well, movie. look around for a computer, Santa. Like, see if you can find one. And that should be able to put the thing back up. And Santa like goes over to the laptop. No, no, no. He doesn't say like look. He doesn't say like that should be able. He knows exactly what to do. <laughs> He's like, look for a computer. See the skull and crossbones. Drag it to the yeah. trash. Yeah. Virus deleted. And yeah. that's Santa, it. That's it. Yes, yeah, Santa. That's it. Yeah, and Santa's like, oh, 
uh, this technology, Albert, I don't know if we can keep doing it. And he's like, well, it was just a backup. And he's like, I know the reindeer are sick. Next year they're getting their flu shots. And it's like, which also implies Santa does not take good care of the reindeer, it seems no, like. Get your flu shot. Oh, really? But then, anyway, he goes to, like, deliver the presents and he puts them out really tiny. Yeah, because they're very tiny and he pulls out a ball a little orb and like presses the button and then they grow to normal size and also he goes through he's like Peter nice Caitlin nice Danny Mm-mm-mm. naughty naughty <laughs> naughty I also naughty. like how in this movie they don't give kids that are naughty um cool. they just give them shit presents disco track yeah so that, first this of all, was- that would have been a great. Th- which I well, to be fair, which that. to be fair, I like better than the ultimate Christmas present, where it's like you're on the night of this, but you still get presents. Like it's like because they were because like when they had to find out who took the weather machine in that movie, it was like go through the naughty list, find every girl who got this specific sneaker they wanted. It's like well, wait, if they were on the naughty list, why did they get a gift? So I actually do These like kids this get better. Gift. They're just shitty gifts. Yeah, I like that better than them still getting what they want because it's not going to help. They're not going to learn anything. Um, and so he. Uh, Drops for gifts off. He's like, all right, cool. Let's head back up. And he drops his orb like an idiot. And it falls to the ground and hits the unfreeze time button. So then Brian Cranston and Danny see a man suddenly standing there. And, of course, freak out. He's holding, like, a fireplace poker oh, over his head. On. Brian Cranston's freaking out. Danny's just like, oh, he's no, more, Santa. We thought he was still frozen. Yeah. I was like, maybe the orb's broken. <laughs> because he hasn't done Santa. anything. Very true. And then, so, uh, they're like... What are you doing here? And, he, and Santa's like, oh, you're hallucinating. Uh, I'm not really here. And he's like fumbling around to try and get the uh, orb. Well, he was going to run up the chimney without grabbing the orb or something. He was running towards the chimney and the orb was to his left. under. A well, table. no, no, no. He grabs the orb and then like makes a run for the chimney, but then he trips over like the fireplace poker or whatever. And we get an amazing, stupidly, sh- stupid, stupid, <laughs> stupid shot of Santa just nailing his head <laughs> onto the top of the fireplace. And it's like so obviously the actor just went... Well, I can't, you won't be able to see it because it's a podcast. So I obviously just leaned up against the thing and then they like slowed it down or sped it up to have it look like an impact because it's so bad. And then he just like- Santa's unconscious. He's unconscious. He's splayed out on the carpet like a spread eagle. And they're like freaking out having their their perceptions of the world challenged by the fact that this magical man is real. (laughs) And like they find his little orb and he like starts pressing buttons and he shrinks Brian Cranston and he's like, yeah, press the button. And uh, so then Danny is like, oh my gosh, we've knocked Santa Claus unconscious. We need to take over his route and save That Christmas. wasn't his idea. He says we need to do something. Like he's, I think he was trying to say like, wake up Santa. Like Christmas is going to be ruined. He, oh, they're you're not right. going to have that idea. Brian Cranston fucks with the orb, realizes you can shrink things, and then goes up and sees the sleigh. And yeah, he finds the return button. Finds, like, Fritz. And so he realizes... So the joysticks, like, Danny can fly. He's yeah. like, he can fly, I can steal. Yeah. So then he comes yeah. back down and unfreezes Danny and goes, you know what, you're right. We do need to, to fix Christmas. Let's just leave this knocked out bastard here and <laughs> watch the kids. <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> this unconscious Because Danny, Danny says we need to do something, and he's like, no, 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 that's his business. We're not doing that. And then he goes uh, up to the sleigh and was like, oh, wait, this is an amazing opportunity to steal things because I'm a piece of crap. And then uh, comes back down and is like, yes, in fact, let's do this. 
And uh, so they, and like, cause yeah, he needs Danny to fight. So they go up to the sleigh and just immediately set off. There's like no hesitation from anybody. They're just like, let's freaking do it. Oh, and they say they're going to save Christmas. Yes. And they never leave. Their hometown. Whatever their town is. They never leave Canada. They never leave. And they're like, we have to, they literally say at this point, like we have to get all across the world, like all kids all over the world. And I'm like, well, I guess fuck any kid that's not from your town because you never leave. Yeah. Because the east side of town. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Brian Grant says. The rich side of town. He he takes them over to the rich side of town. He's like, you know, those kids got a lot, got, always get a lot of presents, so we'll offload most of our weight there. And also, uh, like, are we to believe that this Santa passes out presents based on income? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make it believable for the parents. Like, it's not say like, like, yeah, but <laughs> that's what I did like about this movie because every other what? movie where Santa's real, but there's still presents of the tree, the parents would be like, "Who bought this? Where's it coming yeah?" Where's At the end, when the guitar came out, they're like, are very "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> Uh, so they they head to the to the rich side of town, and also this is where the movie becomes like what I describe as a mix between Bad Santa and Santa Claus, the Santa Claus with an E with Tim Allen, where it's like, what if a real piece of crap had to become Santa, even more so than Tim Allen? And like, this is also where the scene where things, audience, I'm gonna let you know on a secret. This is the scene where things stop happening in the movie. I completely like. They, there's yeah. no plot. There's it's no like, plot. It's, they just it do the same thing over and over, and they go to houses. He steals. The other kid, kid's instructing mm-hmm. him. The kid doesn't know that he's stealing, and that's what? How the long was that? Shit, 40 minutes? It's, it's the the guy's down there for about like 30, 40 minutes. Each house. Each house stealing shit. He's like, but also, what's, like taking, what's taking you so long? And I was like, oh, I He should have said he was having one. diarrhea from yeah. all the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how stupid is this kid? But also, like, how stupid is this screenwriter? Like, why do they think that we need to see the same ceiling steam three times to know what's and happening? Yeah. Like, Very weird things. He yeah. wanted to show off how well he's stealing, his like, actors piano. can play. He's seen grand statues. pianos yes. and candelabras. He took like a footrest out from under someone. Yeah. Also, I would love to know where the city this takes place in because the rich side of town is like the Palace of Versailles. <laughs> yeah. These yeah. people live psychotic. The <laughs> They're really Wherever the, whatever the that Vanderlip is. Diamond, the Vanderlip Diamond, where she has <laughs> the, the, the woman. The Vanderlip Diamond. It is a Christmas party for adults, and I thought they were going to be at like a country club or something. Yeah. And there's a woman in a tiara wearing a like the Hope Diamond. It's like a castle in like Central Park in New York. It's like ridiculous. And so they, they they start doing that, and I'm not even going to go in and describe all of it because it's pointless. All you need to know is that he's stealing, and the kid doesn't know that he's yeah. stealing. The kid, dumb, thinks, the kid thinks he's laying out presents like they're supposed to yeah, be Yeah, and then the, the only important things that happen while they're doing that is they check the naughty list, and they find that he's on the naughty list or whatever. And then this is where they learn, like we said, that when you're on the naughty list, you don't get what you ask for, and you get something crappy. Like, a girl wanted a pony, she gets uh, ant an ant farm. And then there's another kid who has anger issues. And this is where, like, they're trying to show that Danny actually has, like, a good heart underneath the skis ball. Like, he wants to save Christmas, but he he's also... He's really a skis ball, anyway. Yeah, like, he's but, like... He's never a bad kid. He no. He just, like, tried and made some money. He's kind of a dick. He's just kind of Sometimes. a dick. Yeah. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. And so they try and, like... Uh, have that portrayed by the fact that he wants to fix Santa's system of naughty and nice. Because also Nick goes money. He's like, "Who's Santa Claus to judge? I didn't elect that guy." Um, <laughs> Get off your eye, Santa. Yeah. <laughs> what is he doing with our tax money? And <laughs> he's know. literally the Grinch. But so then he's like, he's on the naughty list, but he should get a. Because he's starting fights at school. Yeah, so he gives him a punching bag to work out some of his aggression, which is not thoughtful, I guess. How about like a book? It's, it's <laughs> the Santa Claus, and it's literally the the Grinch. He steals yes. presents and he gives them back. Yes, it's yes, yes. All so the naughty kids. It's a little bit the Grinch. Um, and then also in that same house where he's dropping the punching bag off is where we get Nick's backstory of the re- quote unquote the reason that he's a bad guy 
is because yeah, he ca- he asked Santa every year for this like super expensive Jimi Hendrix guitar. Signed guitar. Signed, Signed, Signed guitar. Jimi Hendrix. guitar Jimi Hendrix used. No, I'm not but sure. it's super busy. And and because he asked for it every year and never got it, that's why he's like now evil. Like fuck off. Sorry. Like if I asked for a spaceship, I wouldn't give that either. A guitar. Yeah. yeah. And like like that's insane. He's like he's like yeah. They got my brother everything. He wanted microscopes. I'm like yeah, because that's probably forty fucking dollars a microscope yeah, sketch for reasonable. a kid. It's <laughs> very. Yeah. I had a microscope sketch or microscope set. Yeah, like, everyone did. Like those little science sets. Like yeah, he's got him everything. And I'm like, but yeah. also to hear him to this point, we've never learned that this guy even plays guitar which yeah, I thought was yeah. fucking hilarious yeah. they just bring it up out of nowhere and that's his origin story oh yeah I can shred <laughs> I can shred yeah <laughs> and also you know how kids love Jimi Hendrix they'll definitely get that reference yeah. Like, oh yeah there's also it's another reference the 60s there's, a, there's also another reference we missed that's where, Spanish you know, yeah, where, oh, the, yeah, where yeah. Nick shows up and he's like what are you mad because you didn't expect me and he's like the Spanish didn't expect the Inquisition but they still got stuck with some historical figure I don't even remember who it was a little history fact for you I didn't even get the end of that I had no idea what he was talking about I got the Inquisition part but not whoever the Tort- what did they say something else? Torticania or something like that. I, that Tortellini? Was... No, not Tortellini. And like, I, oh, I hate this movie. They also try <laughs> to pack like six, like the problem is, is what Riley's saying, is that they mashed like three different Christmas movies together. They stole from like the Santa Claus. They stole from like the Grinch. They stole from like a bunch of other existing Christmas tropes. And then because they did that, there's like six different themes where we're like, is that the theme of this movie? It's like, it's all about being with your family. And then it's like, it's all about like naughty kids being able to be rehabilitated. And it's like, no, it's actually about this. I'm like, what is it about? So the whole point of this movie is being with your family, but the parents go fuck off for the whole yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> to go take care of reindeer or the reindeer flu or whatever the fuck they're the humans doing. turning into reindeers yeah yes that's what I like to believe what's going on yeah also we, I forgot to mention in that scene where he's giving his tragic backstory about not getting this twenty thousand dollars he's doing it opposite a clearly dead stuffed dog because time is frozen <laughs> oh, because, ti- because time is because fro- time is frozen in this house and there's just a dog on the couch and I was like you can't train a dog to sit that still and we know that we didn't. They didn't take stills. No. We know that they were making so they definitely free. got a stuffed dog and just set it there. And then he, he like grabs a cookie out of the dead <laughs> yeah. dog's mouth. He touches his nose. Yeah, it's crazy. Also, I would love to just touch really lately on the issue of consent and Nick. When remember oh. when she's the mom is kissing the kids goodbye to go take care of those reindeer, yeah. and he sticks out his lips for a kiss with his Nate, brother's Nate, wife. Nick would not do well in 2019. Yeah. This movie, H- and then when he goes to the Vanderlip Mansion, oh. the dead dog oh. is. I think no, no, no it's, at, it's at the punching bag house. And then um, the woman who he steals the diamond from, she like he just kisses her on her face while she's frozen. Yeah, yeah. and then puts no. the wine so it's gonna spill on her when time freezes. Yeah, yeah. that's a different lady. But no, no he like he, he like he, he like puts his cheek up to her and like so she kisses his cheek and makes a kissing noise and he goes oh Mrs. Vanderlip naughty naughty <laughs> this movie also uses the I word naughty a lot and it's uh, in a very uncomfortable way this, this but writer we'll, obviously had a uh, kink yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we, 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 we haven't got to the mention because we now we need to move to the B plot which is barely a plot. That's what the B I forgot about for. this plot, but because, there is a really insane scene in an alley. Yeah, we got to oh. talk about that. <laughs> but so the uh, the kids find Santa, and uh, Peter lets out this insane Home Alone esque scream. But, it's but it sounds so like delivered. Bad. Imagine Home Alone if Macaulay Culkin sounded like a dying gerbil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, which is like. 
I can't, I can't even describe it. In it the was... same scene, Santa's belly sloshing. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, that's right. Yeah, at one point Nick puts pressure push, on his belly. They oh, push at Santa's big round belly, and they they over they overcut that with some disgusting. Like I can only imagine like filling a water balloon with chili and slapping it. <laughs> yeah, it was slapping so the bag. That they put yeah, like slapping a bag of bread. It's like, <laughs> and I was like, that is so disgusting. All audibly went. I mean, that's a bowl full of jelly, Emma. <laughs> I, I felt so violated oh, by this movie. Oh, it's going to get worse. It was so disgusting. But so they find Santa and they tie him up. And Caitlin is like, "What are you? who are you? What are you doing here? And for some reason, they duct tape his mouth, but then start to interrogate him. And so they remove the duct tape and pull some of his beard. And then he's she's like, oh, the beard's real. And he's like, yes, of course, I am Santa Claus. And then she's like, no, Santa Claus isn't real. And he's like, oh, please, Caitlin, I know you cheated on that <laughs> test or whatever because I'm a freaking narc. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and so they let him go and is like... Uh, and because they believe he's Santa immediately. No further questioning yeah, needed. No. And so uh, he's like, oh, where's my sleigh? You know, I got to get back on track. And they're like, uh, sleigh's not up on the roof. I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, oh, well, where could it have gone? And they're like, uh-oh. And he's like, what? And he's like, I bet Danny's took it. And he's like, oh, Danny? Oh, you know I, you know what? He, I bet he's just trying to save Christmas. He must have thought I was out for the night and I couldn't do it. Also, like... Santa was fine in that first scene, but now that he has to do prolonged scenes of talking oh. to people, his acting speaks... really falls apart. Who said he sounds like Eeyore? Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he when he sounds... gets depressed especially, he sounds like Eeyore. I'm just a little depressed. <laughs> yeah, but also he says things so weird where he's like a computer. computer. <laughs> and what about the process? <laughs> yes, the process. It, it's, it's a very Albert. weird decision. And uh, yeah, he tries to call Albert, but he can't because the sleigh's not around. And he's like, well, Danny must be out trying to save Christmas. What a lad. Like, he must have thought I was permanently out. And they're like, um, no, he probably just straight up ganked your ride, my homie. And he's <laughs> like, oh, no, he wouldn't do that. He can be a little naughty now and then, but he's not a bad kid. And he's like, yeah, but I mean, Uncle Nick was here. And he's like, Nick. And like, he's <laughs> out of the swarm nemesis. Yes. He's like, Nick Wrigley has my sleigh. He's on the naughty list for life. <laughs> the Nick Wrigley? It was so bad. Yeah. And so they now know that they're screwed and that they have Santa Slay. And then this, I'm going to need you guys, one of you, to talk about this computer thing that they so, need. So he. Lumenex no, not a Lumex. It's a Lumark or Lumax. Or, or something. Lumax. It's Lumax. But she says, okay, well, we can't. I don't know where your Slay is, obviously. And he's like, well, can't we use the virus thing on this laptop to, to knock it down? And she's like, and he's like, well, I dragged it into that little uh, trash can there. And he, she's like, no, it's gone. I'm sorry. But if your thing has a computer on board, I can hack your sleigh, Santa. Because she's a jack of all trades. Because not only is she apparently really smart, she's apparently a hacker. It's like that girl from uh, Suzy Q. In Disney movies, if you're smart, you're also a computer hacker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. I like the mainframe. (laughs) And then Santa learns how to drive. And then they go to the store and they take a shortcut. No, no, no. We got to go over this. Because she says... We need. She starts picking on her coat. He's like, "Where are we going?" He's like, "The computer store. You know, the computer store that's open at ten o'clock at night on Christmas Eve." And is like, they have the new Lumax. What was it? Seven thirty-seven. Two three two seven or something. Two three two seven, which is the most powerful home computer on the planet. I'm going to need that to hack into your sleigh. <laughs> she is like, and in she like knows how to use grade. the computer too. Yeah. So she said, we've got to go there. He's like, you can drive us, right? And he's, of course, where's the sleigh parked? And so we get a hilarious scene of Santa learning how to drive a car where he's constantly trying to stop and start or whatever. And then we get another scene of them robbing a house, whatever. But then we come back to the best scene in the movie. Oh, my God. This by, was the, crazy. By, the, by the best scene, I mean the worst scene in the movie. And they 
they are go- driving down an alley, and Caitlin says to Santa, I don't think this shortcut was a good idea. How does Santa know shortcuts? He just learned how to drive tonight. <laughs> he doesn't know all he does in the area. He's been doing this for multiple years. I guess, but, but they're driving down an alley, and there's a bunch of dudes hopped out of a car, spray-painting things on the walls. And keep in mind, they don't, the transition into the scene is just shots of spray-paint on walls with, like, with hip-hop music, and I was like, what's about to happen? <laughs> I was like, yes. I was like, I what's... I was like, 2001, this is a dangerous I, I, time. I thought Will Smith was going to come out and start rapping. Oh, I would love nothing uh, But you know more. how when you're a, a, a youth and you're spray, you're tagging, and you're out with your friends, um, <laughs> I, causing I mischief times. on Christmas yeah. Eve? You know how you're wearing usually, like, a full leather jacket and also matching leather pants with a belt (laughs) (laughs) this guy is dressed like will smith in bad boys he is and he's supposed to be a teen right but i don't know what they're supposed to be he's He's 26 so i mean the actor's 26 but he's an enigma is what he is and what's his name pablo yes (laughs) we learned his name to be pablo but so he rolls up uh and there's like an alley so they can't get by because their car and all these dudes are in the way and so uh, they, like, Santa, like, pops his head out and is like, excuse me, dear boys, would you mind moving your vehicle so we may proceed? Um, and the, like, they all come over and, you know, they're, like, mean mugging him and, like, Caitlin's rolling up the windows and Santa's like, oh, Keaton, why did you do that? You know, these boys look like they want to talk. And, uh, he starts, like, like glaring at him through the glass and he's like, uh, I forget exactly what well, the dialogue well, 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 look well, who no. we got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the most cookie cutter, ob- obvious dialogue to write. These are naughty boys. <laughs> yes. Oh. And, yeah, we ran into this with Ultimate Christmas Present too, but except it was girls because he was looking for naughty girls. But Santa just goes, because Caitlin rolls out the window and like, no, Santa, like, this is bad. And he goes, oh... These are naughty boys, huh? <laughs> he got really excited. He got about the this. way he said that, like he's like he was naughty like, boys. Yes. This is what I've been waiting for all night. Which why doesn't Santa immediately know who these people are if he knows who Caitlin and yeah. everybody else is? But uh he he he's like, ah, there's only one way to deal with these naughty boys. And they start like shaking the car like they're gonna flip it like it's a cop <laughs> yeah. car during a riot. Santa gets out of the car. And Caitlin and Peter are like, no, why is this happening? And I'm like, no, why is this happening? <laughs> I thought he was about to just go off and just beat everybody. I thought we were going to get some Santa Fu, some yeah, Santa Jiu-Jitsu. and I was we so for did. it. No, we didn't, though. That's a, he did a <laughs> slip off of a wall. So, they, he he comes at him. Pablo, my boy Pablo, is Bruce like, Lee. he's like, he, cuffs, he's, right he's got his fist Gosh, above his head and is like, come on, what you got, Santa? What you got? And Santa just goes, oh, well. And he like hits his stomach. <laughs> like he's about to do a sumo move. And then all of a sudden he goes in on Pablo and goes, tickle, 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 tickle. tickle. And I said, what <laughs> and then he's and pablo starts laughing and then he's like no come on shoot what you got and i was like what what what, <laughs> what are we watching what is what what and then he goes in again tickle, 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 tickle. and then like he does like a third time and then finally pablo backs himself up against the car and he's like no man we're gonna fight let's do this and then santa claus chris kringle <laughs> saint nicholas pierre noel does a breakdance kung fu-esque front flip <laughs> off the wall. He, like, runs up the wall. It was flips, a Power Ranger move if I've ever seen one. He flips He's off the wall amazing. and lands directly behind Pablo and just tickle, 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 <laughs> and, like, bends him over the car. <laughs> There's a really badly placed shot of yeah. him bent over the car with <laughs> yeah. Santa, Santa behind, behind him. Grabbing him. Very suggestive. <laughs> it's, uh, it's very suggestive. This, this again, this would not have done and well And I like what I was like with the viewfinder was like, yep, that'll work. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. This, this is, is money. Yeah, that this one. Is, this that is sending the message we're gonna keep we the camera send. right here we're not gonna move <laughs> no no chopping no screwing we got the shots we need yep 
Um, <laughs> and so movie. Pablo gets up from being tickled and is like, you know what, man, you cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, you just get violated. <laughs> Thanks, He's Sam. like, I learned a lesson here today. <laughs> I, you know, he shows up where the story is. You've shown me the error of my way, Santa. Also, everyone who just saw that, nobody say anything. But Santa, we're cool. How can I help you out? And it's like, well, we're trying to get to this door. And like, he's like, no problem. Pablo's got you. And so the, yeah, then we cut to them rolling up to this computer store with Pablo and his friend, like their low rider. And Santa's like, oh, I'll leave something in your stockings for you, boys. I thought they were going to shake up, and I was really upset they didn't. I thought they were going to be like, my man, and <laughs> walk off. And no. Santa was no. going to join their posse. Yeah. Um, but so they roll into the computer store. And there's this crazy beat, which I can't believe, like, why was this necessary? Where the manager of the computer store walks up and says, you're late. And he's like, what? And it's like, you were supposed to be here like eight hours ago when during the peak of the afternoon shopping, not at closing. Like, he thinks he works there and then proceeds to do nothing to the rest of the plot. Like, they spend like a good three minutes of him talking to this manager and being like, oh, well, I'm sorry. And all that stuff. I was like, guys. What are we doing here? This whole, then movie, elf, this whole movie had nothing to do with Elf made the plot. it work. That's what I'm saying. In Elf, it's important to the plot, but they're only in this computer store for five goddamn minutes, and then it never comes up. So they, she goes friggin', she goes to the back of the store where the Lumark 2327s are. And she uh, hooks up three of them. She, she like, she's like making a super because we you know how that works. Yeah, it's like she can know how to. It's do like that. when people were worried you could hook up PS3s and make supercomputers out of them. She like does that. She like hooks them together. She's like wi- soldering wires and like yeah. freaking like she's gonna freaking hack the military. And and so Peter's keeping watch to make sure nobody at the store messes with them. And so he threatens to pee on something unless he's shown the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. That's something that happens in this film. Oh god! And so she boots up the computer, and then I kid you not, the computer talks. The computer goes, "Hello, yeah. hi, I'm the Lumark two three two seven. How can I help you?" And I was like, "What? <laughs> That's what it does? It's like sentient." And as you get the point where the kid threatens to piss in the corner <laughs> of the store, that's what I just said to create a distraction. I just said that. I literally stopped listening. I hate this movie. <laughs> and so, I guess I'll go right here then. Yeah, yeah. So, he's like, I was going to piss, but hey, it's all good. I'm going to get a pee, baby. He's just like, clever boy. He's creating a distraction. That's right, Peter. Use your urine. Save Christmas, Peter. Piss on the Lumark. Mark so, so, also, so, uh, they're getting ready to hack the sleigh. And meanwhile, up in the air, the uh, Danny and Nick. Oh, you mean in the sleigh? In the sleigh. <laughs> I was like, what? Up in the air, uh, Nick says, "All right, why don't we hit up the, the movie van?" Star and George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, he says, "Why don't we hit up the Vanderbilt Mansion or whatever it is, yeah, Vanderhill? Yeah. I don't know." And this is where I was saying I thought this was going to be like a country club yeah. party. No, they they don't even clarify that it's a mansion. They're like, "Oh, we hit up this van." The he's, party, and he's like a party, and he's like, "Oh, it's just going to be fancy people, blah blah blah." Yeah, he's like, "There's no reason to go. There. There's no kids. Why don't we go to the homeless shelter and give out some gifts?" And like Nick is like, "Ah, uh, well, here's what we do instead. We swap the meals because you know there's homeless, so many hungry hungry homeless people at the shelter. Let's take all the soup that they're going to be serving and serve it there." So he's got miniaturized soup in his hands. <laughs> We don't see them. We just see them flying with the soup in his hands. So we're led to believe he went to the homeless shelter, shrunk the like, soup Again, fucking out. right like a normal person. Be like, all right, we just left the homeless. Like, right one throwaway line that explains that they left there. Like, Ugh. I hate them. And so while they're <laughs> flying so while they're flying to the mansion, to the party, um, Caitlin manages to get control of the sleigh and, like, 
basically starts like freaking she's like wants to show him up he's like all right time to show you who really knows how to fly and, like makes them do like she loop-de-loops knocks, tries to knock them out of the air basically, basically like and all this yeah. she's like this is all about me killing you there danny and like so she has it's like even my brain Cranston has like soup in his hands like hot soup and like clearly he's like grabbing stuff around like yeah. clearly he dropped it but then all of a sudden at the end of the loop-de-loops <laughs> it's back in his other hands and it's like great continuity guys but uh, so Danny fixes it by saying like we could shut off the hard drive. She got to shut it down and we're powered back on real quick. But it could damage the hard drive. And he's like, who cares? Whatever. We need to let. We need to land this thing before they take us back to the, our house. So he does that. And they fall for a while. They manage to boot back up and they land right outside the mansion. Then it cuts back to the store and the kids are like, ah, almost had him. You know what a shame. What a. So they land outside the mansion and then we just cut to like Danny's in charge of getting all the food and so he's like shrinking a turkey. And all this stuff. And he and looks very amazed by it. Like, you didn't just witness when you did that on your uncle. Yeah, he's done it multiple times. At this. It's, it's, a, it's, it's an old hat at this point. Nick is going around. Again, this is incredibly problematic. Where he's like, yeah, he's like, someone's pouring champagne. And it's obviously the most fake plastic prop <laughs> of champagne being poured into a glass. And he, like, picks it up and, like, licks it. And again, this is, like... Credit to Brian Cranston. He's clearly putting effort into this, where he's like, mm-hmm, oh, not quite there yet, and like puts it back, and then he's like, mm, and then he pushes it to be on like a woman's chest, because like where it's basically like the Quicksilver scene from X Men is what I said, where he's like, or clock stoppers also, and like, and again, this is probably the best scene of people being frozen because you can see some of them still doing, but. There's some effort put into people being frozen. It looks okay. And then yeah, he goes up to the woman with this massive diamond on her ring. And he's like, oh, the Vanderhill diamond. Why? This you is the Hope Diamond. It is so large. It's it's so stupid. He's also wearing a tiara. Where do these people live? <laughs> yeah, he also takes a necklace off a woman's chest. Is, you and know, like, the classic Canadian royalty. Yeah, yeah. He has the Canadian royal family was having this ball. <laughs> and uh, so then he meets back up with... Uh, well, no, he's walking around, like, admiring the diamond, like, having his fun, where he's like, oh, the diamond, yeah. He's playing he Grinch. Yeah, yeah, basically. And then like Danny's... You're see- right, this is just Grinch. He's literally <laughs> doing Grinch with all the champagne stuff. Yeah. It's, like, literally, like, him being like, ah, when he's sneaking around the houses doing, like, the Jim Carrey thing, that's what A little doing. bit, yeah, yeah. And, and, like, or, and, like, when he, like, makes the mayor of the town, like, kiss the dog's butt in the live-action version, that's kind of what he's do- yeah. doing here. And so he, uh, Danny catches him admiring the diamond. And he's like, oh, Danny, uh, ready to go. And then Danny's like, I know I should have noticed. I know I should have said something about your lumpy physique. Because he pointed out earlier that his jacket was looking lumpy. And he says it's like all the milk and cookies. But he's like, I know I should have said something. You've got a lot of stuff in there. And he's like, stuff? What stuff? And then he pulls out the orb and like grows everything back. And there's actually a pretty decent effect shot of him like rising to hit the ceiling. Because all the stuff is being grown out of his jacket. Which includes a freaking Ferrari, by the yeah. way. Like, that's not how big a Ferrari is, guys. <laughs> but okay. And he's like, oh, this stuff. And he's like, you freaking scammed me. You said you were trying to save Christmas. But you just stole all this stuff. And he's like, yes, but I'm collecting this stuff. For a charity. And also when Danny said that, I was like, good job, buddy. You (laughs) solved it. (laughs) Also, like, this kid is like, this is his emotional realization that his uncle is stealing. He's a piece of crap. And not the cool guy. His voice never gets above this. You're stealing? Uncle Nick? (laughs) You're stealing? Dad? Dad? And he's smiling. He he's is smiling. smiling. He's smiling. His, but his, he's not smiling in like an aggressive way like that would cause yeah. his facial muscles to move. He looks His teeth are showing. His teeth are showing. So and it weird. looks dead behind the eyes. Like he is showing no <laughs> like emotion to this, this guy. Movie, just dead. <laughs> just mentally dead. It got, have you guys ever seen that Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor Thomas I'll Be Home for Christmas movie? Nope. Hell no. Yes, yes. Kind of reminds me of his acting in that where he's just like, like at the end when he shows up and he's trying to have this big harvest thing and he's just like, 
This is a genuine apology. Please don't insult Jonathan Taylor Thomas in front of me. <laughs> that man. It it's a kid from Home Improvement. Um, he's great. He's also Simba. Um, oh, that's where I know the name. Yeah, okay. Um, JTT doesn't have to be a good actor because he is, was a beautiful boy. And this kid doesn't have the same moxie. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. Anyway, so he shrinks all the stuff back. And then Nick is like, okay, yes, I did. I'm in a bit of a financial situation. But, you know, it's Christmas. I'm just trying to, like they're donating to the less fortunate. And that's something he said earlier with the whole scamming the little brother. He's like, he's just redistributing the wealth, all that stuff. Some real spreading com- the wealth. Kind of spreading the wealth. Communist manifesto, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> and uh, he's like, whatever, man, I don't care. And he's like, pulls a violin, a small violin. He's like, here, take a Stradivarius. And he goes back out to the sleigh. And he's like, I'm done. He's like, oh, sure, yeah, let's head back to the house. Call it a night, see if Santa, how Santa's doing. He's like, no, you and me, we're done. We're not best friends anymore. We're not vacationing in Monaco anymore. Keep in mind, the, the level I'm talking is more emotion than this kid puts yeah. into these lines. And he's not even saying this exactly. No, he's not. Luke, you're acting it better. That was like when Riley was imitating him. That's better acting. He's like, he's like, he's like we still have Monaco, right, man? And he just goes. Monica. thought he was frozen. No, there's <laughs> no line. There's no line. And they made me just say no. He just starts putting on his little hat. Yeah. And then he grips the wheel of sight and he goes. More silence. There's nothing. There's not, there's not a look. It's all about the lines he doesn't say. <laughs> it's like, it's like, with his eyes. It's like they realized they were a bad actor, and they're like, let's just cut as many lines as we can, and then we'll just try to do extreme close-ups of his face. So then what happens? He flies the sleigh out. He of flies the sleigh back to go back to Santa, and we, uh, we're, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back and uh, wrap this up. This movie's not over yet? No, it's going to be soon. It's going to be a quick uh. <laughs> Yeah, all right. So we're going to take a quick milk and cookie break, everybody. We'll see you in a bit. Bye-bye. So we're back. Uh, Peter and Caitlin are sitting with Santa eating cookies, and he's just like depressed. You know, they're drowning their sorrows in milk and cookies. Eggnog. Egg, excuse me, eggnog, of course. And he's like, "Well, Christmas is ruined. Whatever. Guess what? Your brother, he's on the naughty list for life, just like your uncle. And I might put in a call to the Easter Bunny to get him no more Easter eggs in his basket either. That's how pissed off I am about this. And then Peter, like, because the whole thing is like Peter looks up to Nanny, like Danny looks up to Nick. And so, like, I guess that's also a theme of this movie, is you gotta set positive role no, models. No, I, like, there's, don't, the, don't you can't have another theme. There's, like, not another theme. I don't know. But, uh, and so he's like, he is good. You just don't know him, Santa. Like, meh. And then all of a sudden they hear, like, a loud, uh, a, a rose such a clatter, as Twas the Night Before Christmas says. And, because friggin', even though Danny's been doing a great job flying, like, he crashes the goddamn sleigh in the front yard. 
Doesn't even land it on the roof because yeah. he's an idiot. He yeah, he, like he brings the sleigh back, but then isn't it immediately put out of commission? Yeah, because well, yeah, he lands into the front yard and he's like hanging out of it, like he freaking fell from the sky again. He's been flying the whole night. I don't yeah, know I don't know what happened. There's no explanation. Like like uh, so then they go out into the driveway and uh, <laughs> Caitlin again. Not only is she a computer hacker now, she's a goddamn magic engineer. She's a magician. Not a magician. What is that word? Mechanic. Yeah, <laughs> mechanic. Well, she is a magician because ma- it's a magical technological yeah. sleigh. And she's like, she's like sawing well, things. Well, she's got goggles on and everything. And she just looks up at Danny and she goes, I don't even know if I can fix this one. I was like, how many magic sleighs <laughs> have you fixed, Caitlin? Excuse I me? I mean, the one I did Tuesday, that was fine. That was a cakewalk. <laughs> this one, we're fucked. Yeah, because like, it's like you fried the hard drive because that's what the whole thing was about, like turning the thing off and fried the hard drive. Terms. And it's like, so I, I'm doing my best and Peter's like hand him tools. And, like, he goes up to, Danny goes up to Santa and is like, hey, Santa, I just wanted to say, sorry. you know, I'm sorry I was such a dick, stole your sleigh, that was not a, that was not cool of me, I apologize. But that was said after a minute of silence and then Yeah, staring. there was a full yeah. minute of <laughs> <the> distance. <laughs> there was some dead air for a minute oh, before he God, Santa's also so very bad. pensive right about now. He's very, like... He's, he's very modulin. Like, work. you would think that magical Santa would have a plan. The only one that has a plan is the, do- is the sister. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's a good thing to say. This is kind of an inept Santa. He kind of sucks. He's not very job. good at his job. Like in, all the, like in all the other movies, like Santa is like, uh, like a lot of the Santa's like more on top of it and stuff like that. He's like, sometimes like maybe something's been taken from him, but once he gets it back, he's like, we're knocking it out. We're great. This Santa's like, I don't know what to do, man. <laughs> I'm just, he's like, I hope there's a four, four-year-old welder somewhere <laughs> yeah. that can help me fix my sleigh. Life is meaningless. Wait. And then Elliot. Then what happens? I stopped well, watching at this point. Well, So he's like, sorry about the sleigh. I'm I was still in the room. I just actively turned away from the screen because I was so bored. Respectively. Well, they cut to Nick at the church, right? Yeah. Well, oh no, well, he's on a, par- a bench. Well, no. Yeah. So he first, yeah. they first they, he's like, "I'm sorry, I was just trying to save Christmas." I was like, I, "But Nick was doing all this bad stuff, and I just didn't know." I thought he was so cool, but like, you know, and he's like, "Yeah, you're, he sucks your, eggs. your uncle's a scammer," and he's like, "Yeah, I know, but I still really liked him." And he's like, "Well, how does it feel now that you're a scammer? <laughs> how does it feel that now you're the scammed one because he was using your love of Christmas to steal things?" And he's like, "Not good." And he's like, "Yeah, freaking learn something from it." He doesn't even say Did that. Did he love Christmas? Uh, that wasn't. No, well, his desire, Christmas. his desire to save Christmas, I should say. Um, his desire to save Christmas to steal things, and he's like, well, "How does that feel?" And he's like, "Bad." And he's like, mm-hmm. "Again, doesn't say anything." Yeah. Like, I feel like the writers really decided to phone it in towards the end of this movie. Oh, really? That's when oh, they started phoning yeah. it in. Started phoning in for the first scene. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like after the first like third of this movie, like we meet all the characters, we set up the conflict or whatever. Like we said, things just stop happening. Where it's like, here's three scenes of them robbing somebody, and then here's the computer store thing, and yeah. now we're right back where we started at the house with Santa un- <laughs> unable to, to do his job. And so then, while they're having this conversation, there's a huge spark explosion from over where Caitlin's working her magic, and she's like, "Well, that's the ball game, boys." <laughs> and I was like, "Damn, Caitlin, Caitlin actually like Caitlin kind of became my favorite character towards the oh, end." Yeah. And uh, she's like, the hard drive's fried, and of course the computer store's closed tonight and all day tomorrow, so I can't get you a new one. Earliest I can get you in the air, mm, probably the 26th. <laughs> and he's like, well, yeah, that's Christmas. That and sucks. And Santa gives up immediately. Yeah, so like then, we cut to, then we cut to Nick at a bus stop outside of a church. He's sitting there with his toys, and like he's, uh, not his toys, uh, his bag of <laughs> things he's stolen. Stolen goods? Expensive, expensive items. items. Expensive items he's stolen. And he's like, oh man, well... Uh, it sucks that the only kid person who really liked me doesn't like me anymore. Like I ripped off my own family member, uh, but it's okay. I'll send him a 
a gift, something really nice and expensive, a, a thing, I don't know. I'm trying to justify it in his mind. And again, this is, Brian Cranston's doing a pretty good job here. Uh, even though, even he's, though he's acting to no one. Yes. And uh, he's sitting on the bus stop and he's like, puts his hand in his eyes, his fa- hands in his face. And because he, he's all like, oh, I can't believe what have I done? Christmas is ruined. Blah. And then all of a sudden, a tiny orange car pulls up <laughs> and is like, hey. With hey. those three goons. Yeah, Remember like, those goons we haven't seen in literally hours? They're yeah. back. He's like, hey, Santa. And he like it's looks midnight up. midnight on Christmas Day. Yeah. Time's up. We're and he, 30 Yeah, runs. he says, we're looking for 300. What was it, Riley? Sycamore or something? Walnut. 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 And he's like, which way is it? And he just like motions without looking at him. They're like, how far? And he like looks up through his hands and sees that it's them and like immediately puts his hand back and he's just like, blah, 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 blah. and they're like, yeah, whatever. Well, he find starts it, coughing. Like he pretends yeah. to be some a very sickly homeless person. <laughs> and so then like he it, like see, realizes that they're going to the kid's house with this burly uh, bodyguard man. Also, and there was a great gag, not a great gag, where the bodyguard's in the back and the two goons <laughs> are in the front or whatever, they're thug, yeah. they're hired thug is in the back. And it, what he, like, the one he guy starts the choking. The thug, like, yeah, hits the like, seatbelt or grabs the guy's seatbelt and then starts choking out <laughs> one of the goons in the front, which is, like, barely even a blip, but you notice it because he's screaming he's, and then starts like, <laughs> Delightfully horrible. Is so bad. Yeah, and like, and I, and Tempest Point, yeah, I totally forgot about these guys, but then they like show up like they were the villains the whole time, I guess, even we though. They were the ones who ruined Christmas. Yeah, even though Nick is really the villain, I guess. But like, so he sit, sits there kind of like, oh no, they're heading to their house. And then the bus pulls up and is like, hey, Santa, you getting on? And we just see him like look between the bus and the direction the kids are, and it's like, what's he gonna do? I wonder what's gonna happen. And he still has the magical orb. Yes, he did. Thank you, Riley. He did steal the magical orb off the sleigh for his own use. So 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 he can continue (laughs) to uh, harass women when time has stopped. Yes. And so he, uh, so they're all in the driveway, and Santa's just like, you know what? Screw it. And they're like, what? And he's like, there's no Christmas here. I've He's never, like, I'm going to Florida. I've never missed a delivery. Yeah. What if? But you know what? Every, everyone is always being. So, and then this is another weird theme they throw in that everyone only thinks about themselves at Christmas, yeah. I guess. Because he's like, uh, why can't I think about myself for once? I should take a couple years off, head down to Florida, let Rudolph rub suntan lotion on so my back weird. Yeah. with his hooves. <laughs> he doesn't have thumbs, Santa. He doesn't have thumbs. You silly. And he has the flu. <laughs> and he's got this flu. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's cold weather. He's a reindeer. Yeah, that's a good point too. They can't thrive in that environment. <laughs> You're gonna get sick again. Um, and, and so it's like, and like, you know, do you think a tan would make me look thinner? And then Pierre goes, "But there's nobody else to do the job. You're Santa." Because I can't even look at you while you're doing that. So I say I want to fucking die. Yeah. I hate that's, it. That's how you feel when you watch the movie, especially because the kids' teeth are all ten oh, miles oh, apart. It's all sorts of fuck. And so then the freaking the goons roll up and are <laughs> screaming, like screaming, screaming. They're like, "Where's Nick Wrigley?" The fact that no neighbors came out. And we're like, "Hey guys, yeah. you shut the fuck up." It's what are they warning? No oh, shit. Is that Santa? No, I like to imagine all the neighbors are like looking through their friggin' things. It's like, what's going on? It's like, ah, it's just some Wrigley bullshit again. <laughs> <laughs> like these, these kind of things happen all the time with like Nick. It's like no one cares. Just some Wrigley bullshit. And the so, parents are always cleaning reindeer blood off the streets yeah. right there to take care of their kids. And Santa doesn't have his magic tickling powers anymore. He tries yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So they get out and they're like, "Where's Nick Wrigley?" And it's like he's not here. And it's like, "No, we tracked his email address because that's a thing you can do." Which it isn't. It isn't. 
and is like, well, he was here. He's our uncle. He was here, but he's not. And it's like, listen, we've been driving around all night. Elliot here hasn't hurt someone in five hours. So we're going to take, so we two nerds and this one man are going to tear this house apart, snail by nail, until we find Nick. Shingle and, by shingle. Shingle by shingle. And limb by limb. And like, and limb by limb, yes. And Nick, and uh, Nick, and St. Nick, uh, Santa Claus says, Oh, now, I don't think you need to go about destroying this fine home just to find your... It's not that nice of a house. Corey. <laughs> and, like, and they're like, who is this guy? And he's like, and he just looks, and Elliot steps forward, and then uh, Santa Claus just looks back at him and is like, I think someone needs a tickling. <laughs> and he just walks This up. was the most original thing in this movie, honestly. The one thing they stole from no one is that yeah. Santa wants to tickle people. Everyone. everyone. Santa wants to violate personal space, oh, make God. you laugh. And tickling. Yeah. Oh, thank God for another tickling. I don't know how long I can go without And it one. doesn't work. Like, yeah, it, it doesn't work, work for, like, on Elliot. Charm the first it doesn't time. work. I guess Elliot isn't ticklish, but Santa tries to get in there, work his magic under the armpits, you know, as he yeah. do. But then all of a sudden, like, Elliot's just standing there, perfectly stoic, and he's like, well, I guess you kids are in trouble. <laughs> you guys are Can't fucked. Can't out. He's in big. Santa's bigger than Elliot, too. Yeah. Santa's huge. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I was expecting Elliot to, like, punch him and just hear multiple sloshes <laughs> oh, man, of his jelly, gelatinous body. Chili-filled balloon. Basically. <laughs> oh, oh. That's what it sounded no, don't like. Do don't, don't, do sounded don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do the sound effect. That. That's exactly what it sounded like. Oh, my God. And then Nick pulls up with the orb. Yeah, so, and they're like, Okay, let's. I guess they're just gonna hurt these children. Yeah, yeah I think they're just gonna Jesus. beat the shit out of these kids. Yeah, <laughs> which I'm not. I don't really care to be shit yeah, out of here. I, I, hope I hope they did. Yeah, I hope they. What, what's I that you always say, Drew? Fuck them kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically how they're like. God, and I, oh, I didn't like a single person in this movie. I didn't even I like didn't Santa. Mind the parents. Yeah, they weren't there enough yeah, for me. They're just exactly. trying to save the world from exactly. the reindeer zombie virus. Their that dad is taking... the biggest piece of shit I know, just because of the way he like. I don't know the way he carries himself. I don't see that at all. There's a great moment at the end with the dad. Yeah, and I'm just looking, I'm like, dude, fuck you. I mean, the oh, fact yeah. that he put on his two-piece suit to go to the hospital says something about the man. Okay, but can we get to the end of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Nick rolls up and is like, leave the kids alone. And they're like, oh, well, look who decided to show up. And he's like, I hope you got a gift in there that's worth $30,000. And he's like, oh, I got stuff that's worth way more than that. And they're like, score, awesome. Yes, we don't have to beat you up. And he's like, nah, you can't have any of it, though. All this has got to go back to the people who owned it because I ruined Christmas. And they're like, okay, well, Elliot's just going to murder you then, I guess. <laughs> and he's like, well, here's the thing, Elliot. Deep down inside, you're just a small, scared little man. And they all just start dying laughing at that remark. And then Nick pulls out the orb thing, which is crazy they never give it a name, like the Kringlenator or something. <laughs> what? And, like Chris Kringlenator, I don't know. Like some bull, I don't know. <laughs> Luke, do you want to write this movie? Because you would fit right in with whatever the fuck they were going to I don't know. But, uh, and so he and so he shrinks. Uh, he shrinks him. He shrinks Elliot. Please hurry up. <laughs> he shrinks Elliot, and they all start laughing. And they don't say a word to anyone. They just get in their car and drive away. I guess he unshrinks Elliot because we see him full size in the car, and they just leave. They and they're freaked like, out. They're not messing with someone who's got superpowers, which fair. And so he's like, "Hey guys, sorry, I screwed up. That's on me. My bad. Santa, sorry about the sleigh." Uh, can you still save Christmas? And he's like, no, my thing's broken. My computer's broken. And then he goes, why don't we get a computer, one of our computers, to help Santa? And he goes, well, 
Can't do that because there's not an extension cord that can go into the sky. And they go, what about a really powerful laptop? And, and so then Nick has have, to give up Lappy. Lappy. And that's worth it. And word Santa's literally said. like, oh, you bet your ass, Lappy. <laughs> like, you freaking all, like, I got to do this goddamn job, man. And so he hooks his laptop up so the sleigh will fly. And he's like, well, thank you guys for helping me save Christmas. And, you know, now I might just abolish the whole naughty or nice thing. Because Danny really made me rethink <laughs> that, I guess. And also he has to go do all the fucking returns. Yeah, he makes Nick. him do, he's yeah. Like, he's like, I'll get to start it on Nick's thieving returns, which is just like an added time suck. Thanks, man. Yeah. You really screwed the pooch on this one, Nick. I'm not gonna lie to you. And so, uh, then it's like, well, we need Nick here. He can't do the returns because there's nothing more important than being with your family on the holidays, which is why we've got Drew and Riley here, because that's what this movie taught us, is yeah. family is so important. Fuck and so then, it, so then it cuts to... <laughs> And then it cuts to the next day. The parents walk in like early in the morning. Nick's crashed on the couch. And the dad. <laughs> and this, this is, is so crazy. This is the most baffling decision. The dad sees this. Drew, do you want to say it? This, this piece of shit. He sees his brother just And he's awash with, like, with joy. He's like, I misjudged him. He did I it. I misjudged him. Like, all he did was just sleep on the couch. That's like, it. Didn't he burn didn't his house down. He didn't else. steal anything. Congrats, wrong, buddy. You did the bare minimum. And he puts his coat over it. I, oh, oh, like a blanket. Yes. No, yeah, no, instead he, of a blanket. He takes his coat off, and he's like, instead of hanging this up, I'm going to put this over my brother in a sign of mutual respect. <laughs> For some like he's at home, and like, why would you not put a blanket yeah. on him? Like he doesn't have a pillow or a blanket on the couch, and like he's an angel, just drapes his like <laughs> suit jacket on his brother, and then looks like. And good walks job, away like good job, I, like, good I, job. You got my I've had five minutes of screen time, but you know what? You and I, we've healed our relationship <laughs> by you not being a piece of and shit. And us not talking the whole nope. entire fucking And I'm a doctor, movie. but I still don't have a blanket or a pull-out couch <laughs> yeah. I can put you And on. then Nick briefly wakes up and like sees that it's his brother's jacket and is like, oh, and then like and snuggles up. In. Instead like, of being dude. like, what the fuck? Why did <laughs> they put a suit jacket on? So uncomfortable. And so I was thinking this would be a scratchy. And so I thought this would be a nice place for the movie to end, but then we see the image that we all see before we die which is Peter <laughs> running at the camera like a fucking scream, gremlin like a gremlin screaming screaming Santa came it's Christmas Uncle Nick like, of we, course Santa came didn't just spend the whole movie with fucking Santa Claus honestly Are yeah you, mm. yes obviously Santa came you spent six hours with him <laughs> you know he's fucking he drove you around town and, and joined a street gang like what he tickled a gang member into seeing the air of his ways Santa coming this morning that? is like the least exciting Santa's yeah. thing Santa's yeah. had in the last it would really, it really, that's a good point. This really would take the wind out of the sails of my Christmas if I was this child. And it's like, but these kids are exhausted. Yeah. I'll be at one in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Fix and set a sleigh. Yeah. Caleb's got like grease and She's burns all over her hands. Like, Caleb wakes up with a cup of coffee and a cigarette. <laughs> 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 It's another long day at the office, boys. Yeah. And then if for this some reason... The one-day computer store is closed. <laughs> I gotta get back in there tomorrow. For some reason... Santa thought Nick giving up back all the stuff he stole made him a nice boy and gave him a twenty thousand dollar guitar that he earned. Yeah, apparently. so they're all putting their gifts. Danny gives his parents an IOU for a gift because he's now like a like, piece oh, of shit. Yeah, yeah. a cardboard thing is I owe you a gift. Good job. Yeah, yeah, great job. You learned your lesson. And then Nick's just sitting there like, oh, family, ah. Oh. And then Peter's like, Uncle Nick. I found the gift for you. Stop doing this impression. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, okay." With the toss it here, he's like, "Can't. It's too <laughs> heavy." <laughs> and he pulls out a guitar, and he's like, 
this is the guitar, the one from McCusack's Muzak or whatever <laughs> yeah. it's called. Also, and like you get a twenty thousand like guitar just for do like just for barely not stealing thirty thousand error of your ways, I guess. <laughs> At the last fucking minute. Fuck and guy. like, and they're Fuck like, wow. Guy. And there's like a note that's like. You started the first step on your long road to rehabilitation. Yeah. No, that was he says that to him. He's like, first step on your long road to rehabilitation. He's like, well, how much freaking the more do I gotta do? The note on this guitar said "naughty boy." Yeah, <laughs> that is what it said. It said to one naughty boy. There's a lot of sexual tension between oh Santa and Nick in this movie. Santa, uh, there must have been like some unhealthy relationship. They were kind of like the Joker and Batman, where yeah, like one yeah. couldn't exist without. I mean, the other. he was walking the night in Santa's skin. That's gonna create some feelings. Yeah, yeah. and oh. so he uh, and they're like, oh, why don't you play the guitar for us? Like you've never, the kids have never seen you play. And and he's like, oh, well, it's been a long time. And it's like, no, no, no. And they all cuddle up on the couch together. And he's no like, well, all right. And he also says, I got to sell the guitar to pay some of my debt. So he doesn't even get to keep the freaking guitar. Oh, uh, yeah. And so he starts, like, playing it a little bit and plays jingle. Like, the sometimes they'll say plays jingle bells badly. And, like, which was funny to me. And then all of a sudden, he, like, turns from this crappy jingle bells and they're just like, <laughs> like, he's fucking Eric Clapton just started yeah. going ham on it and, and then this goes on for an ungodly and amount of time and, and we, we have to watch all their faces and then I see this piece of shit dad like yeah yeah rock and, and he roll he goes hot dog you're such a hot, hot dog, dog. Yeah, and, what the fuck does that mean dad and, and keep in mind that like this is the worst playing of a guitar in a movie I've ever seen. Like, people give have given Jordan Hate Cahill from Stuck in the Suburbs crap that he clearly doesn't know how to play the guitar. Brian Cranston is doing nothing to those strings. He's, he's not strumming. strumming. He's not strumming. He's, like, just running his fingers up and down the <laughs> neck of the guitar, being like, this is a guitar, right? I'm doing it. Like, And there's a pick in the neck he, like, pulls out, and then he just starts, nope, screw the pick. It's... Yeah. <laughs> terrible and guess what that's the end of the movie guys yeah. it ends on him terribly playing the guitar danny comes over the airwaves again and is like twas the day after christmas and this is our story and blah 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 and this movie is bad worst movie i've ever seen in my life i would have watched i would rather watch cats Yes, twenty-five I've times. Watched Cats so many more times than I at least Cats. Oh my slaps. god! Neither have I, but I bet it's better than this. I would rather watch the Human Centipede trilogy again. This I was would, bad. All in a row. This was bad. Listen, I'd rather watch. Paint I am dry. a Christmas movie connoisseur. Oh, I love wow. Christmas. I love Christmas movies. This is a bad Christmas movie. Don't waste your Brian time. Brian Cranston is the only good thing in it. It's and not he's worth it. He's, good. He's, I don't even think he's good in it. It's not worth your time. He's the really, only one trying. Yeah, he's the only one trying. Emma, what did, what did you think? I don't think that the fact that I God stopped was talking towards the end this. is like that clear indictment. I hated it, and I want to never see it again. God was not involved in this. This isn't a monstrosity. <laughs> this, this can't, be, this can't be called a Christmas movie, because that implies God Jesus is yeah. The fact that Disney had a part in this... Is just I, I'm done. It, it, the sad, a, the sad, sad thing is, guys, this is not the worst thing we've watched. I hate to tell you, there's oh, the worst God. ones out there. This is all pretty bad, Luke. It's, it's pretty it's bad. Genius level bad. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's not. No, they did this level. on purpose to fuck with us. And there's no. It's way. not as bad as Dad napped. Not as bad as Dad napped. I don't even. Well, I don't we see. haven't hit that low again, Riley. What do you think? Oh, it was the worst movie of all time. Okay. I've ever seen. Genuinely, worst movie we've ever seen. I, yes, that was. You hurt. struggle to think of other words. Do not watch this movie. Don't watch this movie, Emma. What do you rate it? I'd rather watch The Room. I I would. At least, it, like, it wasn't even so bad it was funny. I no. was just no, so just bored. Like, no, it had moments, off. though. That 
alley scene. When he was, did, when that he did that crazy. move, that, I was like, that, hell yeah. yeah that, now we're getting it, somewhere. I'm going to give it a 2.5 I'm just gonna for give it a that three. alley scene. I was giving it a 3. I'm this is a 3 for 1.5. I'm going to give it a 1. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. The only reason that it's getting even that 0.5 for me is because of the tickling in the alley. That was crazy. <laughs> Someone needs a tickle. <laughs> if the whole movie oh, was that crazy, I would have had a much better time. Yeah, I hate when they're not like funny enough to actually enjoy, really. This was just miserable. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Fuck. Um, hang on. I gotta pick I need a movie a to watch. Cigarette after watching that movie. I kind of forgot I was supposed to pick. Um, I need Swift's kick to the teeth after that. <laughs> <laughs> I need. Oh. Also, wait. Fun fact: I did a lot of googling about this movie because I was just, you know, like when like a natural disaster happens, you just start trying to do some research <laughs> about how these things came together in a perfect storm that killed hundreds. I was like, how did this movie? Who who is responsible for this? The director of this movie is Michael Myers from the Halloween franchise. The guy what? that plays Michael really? Myers, oh. he's the guy that directed his, this movie. Wait, Kane Hodder? No, that's who plays Jason. No, that's not who plays it's Michael something Myers. else. Um, uh, well, good for him branching out. Yeah, but is it yeah, good for him? I don't remember how to find. It's it's not that big a deal. It's not that important. This movie. Um, but Emma, important. do you want to know what we're watching next month? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> hey, Drew Riley, do you do you want to know what we're watching next month? Yeah, what, Luke, me and Emma. Tell us. Me and Emma are gonna watch next month. Um, well, next month is my birthday month, so I get to pick a movie that I actually like or I remember liking. I haven't watched it in a long time, but uh, you know me, your boy loves his superheroes. So join us in January where we will be watching the Disney Channel superhero film Up, Up, and Away. Oh, God. I don't even know what the fuck that is. I don't don't like this. Is that the one where the kid, like, everybody has superpowers in his family, but... Yes, and he doesn't, and they all are weak to tinfoil. Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) And there's someone, like, develops mind control and uses it at his school, and he has to use his non-superpowers. He's also tricking his whole family that he does have superpowers. Nick Castle is the director, and he is Michael Myers in the Hollywood franchise. Sounds somewhat like Sky High. No. So it's not like Sky High. School. It sounds Sky High is an actual good movie that Sky I love High to is watch. A banger of a movie. It's but a great like movie. Not having your parents have powers. And you're but he gets his powers. powers. He gets his powers. And we're getting too deep in the weeds. Yeah. Join us for all about the way. Emma, where can people find you on the internet? At Emma Stone Tyler on Twitter and Instagram. Drew, where can they find you on the internet? Hold up, I gotta look it up. Don't, <laughs> don't know find, your own. Don't Twitter. find me on the internet. That's fine. At Boyder27 on Twitter, and then Drew Boyder on Instagram. There's links. That's Boyder is B-O-Y-T-E-R. You can, of course, find me online at wildfire underscore king. You can find me at patreon.com slash lucastyler. Thank you so much to everyone who's supporting me there. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at Podcast. Give us a follow. Become a loyal D-comrade. And also, you should give us the greatest Christmas present you can, which is rating and reviewing us on iTunes. We really appreciate it when you guys do. We really appreciate when you all tweet about the show. And to say such nice things and recommend it to people really means a lot. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season. I hope you all have an amazing new year. Guys, is there anything you'd like to add? Stay smooth. Nope. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. See you in January. That's that noise. Bye-bye. Holy shit. That movie is just so bad. (laughs) There's a problem with Christmas when your wallet is light. You can't scam your father, and your sister is just a little too bright. You must turn to the one who gets you out of your funk. Just sell your little brother a whole bunch of junk. What's all that stuff? I've been Christmas shopping. Shopping? Where? Danny's room. Daniel Francis Wrigley, get out here now. Uh Uh-huh.